Notorious Moms, the struggles of parenthood while trying to be successful and follow your dreams. Things that people go through that they think and never say. Hello, hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of Notorious Moms Podcast. I'm here with my girl Z, and we're about to talk some ish today. How you doing, boo? I'm good, and yourself? I am all right. We here. We just trying to do this, do the damn thing. <laughs> How you feeling? I'm good. It's I know. a good day. You? It's a good day. Today was all right. You know, it's a little rainy and a little cold in New York. I don't know what New York weather's trying to do. But summer can't come soon enough because I, I know how much you love the summer, too. Yes. We like to be outside. We like to, you know, they, D likes to play sports. <laughs> <laughs> she likes to play sports. And I just like being outside because I love the beach. Yeah. She don't really like the beach too much. No, I couldn't do about two hours. <laughs> <laughs> but um, today we're going to um, get into our topic. We're going to be talking about being single parents and how... It affected us and our children. So, um, I keep saying your name. <laughs> it's fine. D, uh, D's a single mom just like me. I'm actually, um, I have two children. So does she. But her first child, just like mine's, um, we kind of raised our kids, you know, without um, the fathers being present. It didn't really, well, for me, I knew I was going to be a single parent, but for you, not so much because you were not a single parent initially. No. So how did that go for you? Uh, we were together. Uh, we lived together um, about the, the same day my son turned six weeks, he moved out. Mm. So from that point on, I have been, uh, I raised my son, mostly me, myself, and, you know, we help with other, from others, but, um, and him coming in and out. Mm. I, yeah, we're gonna get into that because <laughs> that in and out shit. That's mm. that's that's another issue too. But mm, yes, so, and how old is your son now? He's twenty two. Mm, twenty two. He grown now. Very. But you still got one left. Yes. So you about to be a what do they call them? Empty nesters. In about three four years, if he goes away to school, <laughs> he probably won't. He probably no. gonna stay with you. I don't see it either. <laughs> Which is fine. My son wants to go away. He already said that. He's oh, like, listen. Him. I, you know, I want to go away to college. He's like, I don't want to stay here. And I'm like, you know, but he was singing that tune. He's like, oh, I want to go away. I want to go to California. I want to do this and I want to do that. And I'm like, all right, you know, we all say these things when we're teenagers. And, and I think it's amazing that he kind of has that, you know, he has that about him, right? He wants to, you know, be free. He wants to be independent. But I'm like, hey, these are things you have to think about. Yes. You're going to go away to school. Are you going to dorm? You know, are you going to stay with someone? Are you going to live with someone? Hey, you need an apartment? How are you going to pay for that? You need a job. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Because, and I'm getting a little off topic, but, you know, these kids, they think that it's simple. everything is free. Mm -hmm. Everything is easy, you know. And I think that's one of the things, like being a single mom, like my son has always seen, like, what the struggle was like. Yes. You know, when I had him, you know, me and my, my son's father were not together. So I already knew that I was going to be a single parent and it just was what it was. Right. You know, um, so he's seen like, you know, the struggle as he got older. When he was little, he just knew that mom took care of everything. Whatever he needed, he had. You know, the emergency room visits, mm -hmm. every time he got sick, every time he needed something, school pictures, school uniforms, school supplies, oh everything. God. You know, everything came from me. But as he got older, you know, he realized, hey, like, you know, my mom is, is doing her thing. 
his dad wasn't very active when he was younger. Right. And, um, you know, that was always, it was always an issue for me. We would it always is. get into arguments because I'm like, hey, I need you to do this. I need you to do that. But then, you know, eventually we got to a point where it was like, all right, I'm done. I'm done with the fighting. I'm done with the arguing. You know, we had this really bad child support battle for <laughs> a very, very long time. And, um, you know, we got to a point where it's just like, all right, we're going to be amicable. Right. That's how you say it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, so now that my son is 16 and he is self-sufficient, Very. you know, they have a really good mm-hmm. relationship. But I feel like they have a good relationship now because, you know, my son's father wasn't there for all those, right. you know, tidbits, all those late night visits, the all hard those. Part. The hard Yeah. The hard part. Right. Diaper changing, feeding, late nights. You know, at least you had your son's father there for the first six weeks. Uh, but did that really matter? I don't think so. No, it didn't matter. It did not. Um, the six. No, it, then it turned into a battle because, you know, now he wants things his way. Um, I right. Like, because you're not together. Right. So, I mean, our, our moms lived close by. So once I started uh, figuring out life as a single mom. Right. And I you went, were young. I was 23. Right. I went back to work and I had to work evenings. So I had to figure out, you know, both grandmas helped out in that field. Um, At one point, you know, he started coming around every day. And mm-hmm. then little by little, it turned into every two days, every three. And then it just started gapping out. So I was able to rely more on the grandmas to help um than, than him. Shout out to the grandmas. Yes. Shout out to the grandmas because I think that if you have a supporting um a really good supporting family, you know, the grandmas always, always, always step in. They always are there. Um, I know Justin, you know, my mom, she's amazing Mm -hmm. with all, with all her grandkids. She has four grandkids and she's like, those are her babies. You know, you you may hear my baby crying in the background. (laughs) (laughs) We're just momming. Mm -hmm. Um, but, uh, yeah, she was like very helpful. You know, my father was also very helpful. My sister, you know, I I think that if I wouldn't have had that family support, I don't know where I would be. No. I mean, I don't know where I would be. Everybody played a part. Right. You know, they say it takes a village. That's right. You know, sometimes the fathers fall short. Yes. Um, But the parents, you know, the grandparents and the family, they pick up the slack, which Mm -hmm. I think is like really dope. I mean, I don't know how good that is for the kid, even though they still have that love and they feel that love. There's still something missing. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. That I was just you took Mm -hmm. the words right out of my mouth. You know, I've seen. You know, and I've I've seen a lot of people, and I know a lot of people that have grown up without dads. You know, and it kind of it, it causes like issues, yeah. daddy issues. You know what I mean? I like, agree. and there's certain things that us as women we can't teach. Oh no, you can't. we can't teach our our boys, and we don't know what they're feeling. Right. When they go through their different stages. Right. Like, how do I tell him about his body or what he's right. feeling? You know. Right. Shoot, potty training for me was a a oh. disaster. <laughs> <laughs> you know, um, his caregiver loved her, love her to this day. She was awesome. She potty trained yes. my son. My son had a good, he had a good, um, a caregiver good at that time. He, he had a really good, you know, um, babysitter. Yes. She, she was the one that did the most for that. Amen. She did the most part because, you know, <laughs> he was with her for the, you know, for a lot of the time. And um, I just picked I picked up the slack in the evenings when I got home from work. I'm like, okay, this is what you're doing. And she would explain to me, like, hey, this is what we did during the day. So when you get home, 
continue continue this you know this route and it was hard to do that to try to continue what they did because our, the kids do they they get a different attitude when they right. get home so it's kind of hard to put that same structure that they received during the day and i can't i can't <laughs> tell you how many pp sheets i changed <laughs> Because, you know, that's another thing. You kind of leave them without diapers at, you know, uh, at night. And so it's a mess. But I think that we figured it out. Mm-hmm. You know, shout out to all the single parents yes. out there, you know, single dads and single moms. It's, it's hard. Very. It's hard being a single parent. And I feel like it brings up a lot of different emotions, like for us as the parents, yes. as well as the children. Because it's like, no, I don't think anybody... So let me not say I don't think anybody plans to be a single parent because I'm sure there's people that have like arrangements to yes. be single parents and that's okay too. Yes. But when you're in a relationship with someone, you don't ever plan to be a single parent. You oh. know, you have a baby with someone because you love them. Yes. Right. You know, and unless it's like a financial thing and you're just having a kid, but you know, that's another different story. <laughs> but I think the love is the initial it's the initial thing. You right. love them. You have a baby. And it's like, all right, we're about to do this. So I, I feel like, you know, when the dad is not there or he leaves, it brings up all these kind of emotions because it's like, wow, I just I just had a whole kid. I just had your whole son. Right. Because I feel like men always want to have boys. Yes. And mine's is the first grandchild on both sides. And to this day, the only son that he has. Look at that. The only boy. Mm-hmm. Right. So that. That's that's a thing, right? Mm-hmm. And your your um child's father, he didn't he had his dad around. Yeah. He, only, right? he had his, his dad was active. Very an active parent. I we even had the discussion about, hey, you know, we're gonna be better parents than our parents. Right. We're gonna be there for our kid. My son was planned, but he pl- he was he was planned for like the summer. My son was born in January. So we he just came dad out a winter. little bit early yeah a little early so you know we had this discussions like you know how are we gonna do this do we get married first do we have the child i mean again he came out first right um according to my relative uh engagement ring was being looked for like i mean all these things and of course it was denied it was denied Right. But <laughs> but that's okay. It's for the better. You know, I mean, things happen for a reason. Facts. I always say my son was meant to be. Facts. I say that about my you son know, all the time. So. so, I mean, it was never a regret. You know, I put my my life to the side and struggled and grinded just to give him what he needed. Right. And he never went without. He never went without. And I think that's that's the thing, you know. You know, when you're a single parent, you kind of have to, you don't have a choice. No. You don't have a choice. You and it's like, all right, it you have to figure it out. And it's just like. You know, when you become a parent, there's no handbook that the hospital leaves and they're mm. like, all right, this is this is for you. You're going to take this and this just follow the rules. Mm-hmm. Follow those instructions. I wish. I think that if, <laughs> if that was the case, I think everybody would be a perfect parent, right? Mm-hmm. But you kind of have to, like, figure it out I mean, there's as you go books along. out there, but those books, I'm sorry. B- sorry. <laughs> no shade to the parenting <laughs> books, but I, 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 I read a few. And they just don't work for me. Right. They don't work for me and my parenting style. Right. You know, I I would say that I'm I'm a strict parent. So am I. Not not super strict, semi strict. You know, I feel like now that my son is sixteen, I'm a little bit laxed. Okay. And I should be a little bit more, you know, 
more strict at this time Mm -hmm. because, you know, me and my husband, we have this conversation all the time. He's like, look, this is the age where, you know, he's a teenager. You know, so many things are coming up, you know, sex and girls and drugs and friends. Yes. And these are things that you have to kind of like pay attention. But I feel like. I feel like. My son can never do no wrong. Mm. Or like he wouldn't do that. That's me. And I say that all the time. I'm like, my he, son, he know I'm like, he's not going to do that. I'm like, I raised him. Mm. I know, mm. I know the foundation <laughs> that I laid down for my son. I know he's not going to do that. Well, reality check, right? Because <laughs> a couple of things have happened over these past couple of months. And I'm just like, oh, like why? Like I was so like disappointed. Aww. And, you know, my husband kind of brought it to my attention. He's like, hey. Because my husband is like anal retentive. He pays attention to all the details. And he's he's home. And he's a male. And he's home, you know, during the day when my son is home. So he's deep. And he's like, hey, watch out for this. Hey, (laughs) watch out for that. That's good, though. Hey, watch out for this. And I'm just like, but not not my baby. (laughs) (laughs) But this is just, you know, being like his mom and raising him. I'm just like, yo. It was just him and I for a really long time, you know? So it was like, I made all the decisions. I knew what was best for him. I did it this way. You know, my mom was very active um, in raising. She was very active in helping me raise him. Mm -hmm. Um, But her kind of thoughts and my kind of thoughts are a little bit similar. Um, Shout out to mom. I love you. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And even though sometimes I don't like to say I'm very much like her. I mean, there's nothing wrong with the old school methods. Yes. I'm sorry. Some yes. people may not agree with me, but I have no problem doing it again. Right. You know, we can give the kids the side eye and they already know. Yeah, because back in the day, mm. no shade to the kids that are growing up these <laughs> days, right? But it's a di- we in a different kind of time. Mm-hmm. Yes, we are. And these kids are a little different. They're a little bit more disrespectful. Ooh. Especially to like the older people. I've seen so many things and I'm just like, who, Where's who the is raising yes. you? You know, because one thing that I could say about my son and, you know, the fact that I was, I was a single parent and I raised him myself, uh, is that he's respectful. Yes. One of, you know, one of the things, anybody that knows my son or anybody that has been around my son, one thing about him is that he's respectful. Yes. And he will—he has never disrespected anybody, no. any of my friends. Never. If somebody tells me that he was being disrespectful, they a damn lie. You got to question that. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to question it because that's not, yeah. that's just not him. That's the same with mine. So it's like, I've been able to leave them. They go overnight. They, people come back. They're like, oh, they were so calm. They were so good. They were so Always. respectful. They did what they had to do. And I'm like, hm, they better. Yes. Because they already know I don't play at home. <laughs> right. So it's like, you know, I think that that is one of the benefits of being a single parent. You hold all the cards. You make all the decisions. That's right. You know, you don't have anybody in your ear telling you. I mean, even though we had, you know, our parents and our oh, family, no, I had. everybody had an opinion, right? Because when ear. you have a kids, when you have kids <laughs> and you're single, it's like everybody has an opinion. Well, with my son's father, he was, I call him Houdini because he would come back into his life and then there were times that he would disappear for a year and then come back and then disappear for another year so the times that he would come back he you know he would try to pick up from where he left off and try to make demands and like oh this is how we gonna do it Mm, no so 
we lived in and out of the courts for years because he would interfere with those type of things. And I'm like, no, we're not doing this. I'm right. raising him. He has his structure. You can't just come from left field and try to intervene and mess up what we have going on. Right. So we were always in the courts. So I had I had the similar situation. Like um, my, with my son's dad, he was kind of like that too. You know, he would call whenever, you know, he would come whenever. And it's just like, hey, 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 don't don't come and mess up my flow mm-hmm. that I got going on. And I and him and I have had many of conversations like that. I'm like, listen, I don't want you to be a part time parent. It makes things very stressful for me. And, right. And for him and, and for, for me and for my son. Mm-hmm. Right. Because how I can't tell you how many times, um, you know, my son's father has promised and made a, you know, made a promise of picking him up or doing something with him. And, you know, he fell short, unfortunately, because whatever was going on. And I'm the one that gets, I'm the one that gets the, the questions. Short end of the stick I'm the one that got the tears. Mm-hmm. I'm the one that got the attitude because he didn't show. Right. But one thing that I would always try to do is say like, hey, you know, your dad was busy. It's unfortunate. I never bad mouthed, you know, um, my son's father to my son. I always try to make you know, make it, make it a little bit better right. when it wasn't. I was the same way. I tried not to um, say anything. I mean, they see themselves. Right. As they get older. Because too. even though his father wasn't around, his father's side of the family was around. Right. So, you know, I mean, as a kid, he has to question like, where's my dad? But right. why is grandma here and my uncles and my aunt? But where's my dad? Right. You know, but he never would come to me and ask me those questions. You know, that's so. so weird because and and now that you say that, it's funny because I would go through the same thing because Justin would never um, ask me. Mm-hmm. He would never talk to me about it. Like, you know, he would mention things. But then I used to be like, why don't you talk to your dad about it? Mm-hmm. Why don't you talk to your father about it? You're upset. Why don't you let him know? And they wouldn't. That never. No, never. because I went through the same thing. I would tell my son, you know, the little attitude you have towards me. Do you bring that to him? And they don't got nothing to do. To, don't got nothing to do with me. I didn't do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm just here trying to pick up the pieces. Right. Like, oh, I can't tell you how many times. I'm so grateful now that it's a different time. Yes. You know, and my son's father has um, a girlfriend that is amazing. That's good. And she has been so good with Justin. She's been in his life since I think he was like five. And she's oh, like nice. so. She's so great. You know, she's she's on it. She's on point. You know, and and I appreciate that. And I think that as the years have gone by and she's been in his life, um, it's been much better better because she's also the one that kind of tells him like, hey, you know, I mean, I'm a stepmom, too. And I love my stepson. I always Mm -hmm. uh, refer to him as I didn't birth him, but he's still mine. Yes, absolutely. You know, so, I mean, amen to her because it's a great thing. And my kid, my son always got along with my stepson. So they always call each other brothers. And it's a great feeling to be able Mm -hmm. to co-parent you know combine the husband now and then combine our families yes yes i think that's i think that's important too Mm -hmm. because you know my um my son's father has two other sons so it's three brothers but they are like they're super close i mean they all live in in separate places because his brother is i think 18 or 19 now justin's the middle child and then and then the little one i think is like um i think he's like nine or ten okay i'm sorry if i'm getting the ages Mm -hmm. wrong but um, every time he goes, you know, he goes to see them. It's like they don't miss a beat. Oh, and they love nice. each other and they're close. His brother was actually here the other day. um, Not the other day, like like last month. And he was here with us for like a few days. Nice. 
and they're really close. So I think that's mm-hmm. good, you know, that, that, that the families are combined. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, and, um, you know, everybody gets along. Yes. Yes. I mean, one of the things, you know, with my husband now was he, he showed me that there are good fathers out there. Yes. He was on point. I met him when my son, uh, his son was four and mine was two. Um, and I was in awe, like, oh, this is how a this father is supposed to be. Yes. You know, and that was one of the attractions, you know, and, and with him and, you know, almost 20 years later, you know, but he definitely showed me what good dads are about. And it's, and it's good because there are great dads. Yes. Like, you know, there are great dads out there. Shout out to all the wonderful dads out there doing their thing, raising their yes. kids. Um, you know, my husband now, you know, we have a daughter together yes. and he, He's amazing with her. Like he's and he's with her and he's a very active father. He's like from day one, you know, from in the in the in the womb. womb. (laughs) Like he's he's been great. So that's one thing. And it's good to it's good. Like you, you had a you had a difference. You know, you had one that wasn't so great. And then you have one. So you you were able to learn, which is like amazing. Kind of like I have to ease my husband back like hello he has a mom too like yes. you yes. know <laughs> cuz sometimes they just put you to the side yeah. for the kid <laughs> like hello i raised one by myself i know what i'm doing with my second one there, there you yeah. go <laughs> and sometimes you got to just give them a reminder yes um but yeah like you know my son as he as he got older he started to see you know what was happening and um i think that it affected him a lot in school too cuz yes. there was a period of time where you know, he wasn't doing really well in school. And I think it was the stress of him wanting to have his dad there and his dad wasn't there. And I think it was also the, um, the suppression of the emotions yes. because he didn't talk about it. Right. You know, and then he got to a point where he's just like, oh, I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But, I've been there. You know, I don't think that that's healthy. And I would always tell him like, hey, I understand where you're coming from. And I understand that you're upset, but sometimes you have to just like, we have to talk about it and you have to like get your emotions out. Cause you know, it, it's not healthy because right. obviously you're upset about the situation, you know? And finally, as he got older, I think he was like 15 or 14 or something, you know, we sat down and we had a conversation and he told me how he felt. Oh, that's good. Um, I don't think he ever told his dad how he felt, but he did tell me how he felt. And from then on, I saw a difference. He you needed know, to release I saw, that. I saw a and difference. And he did it with you. Right. And he did it with me. Mm-hmm. And I think that that also made his relationship stronger with his dad. Okay. Because he was able to, like, let it out. Mm-hmm. And then it's like, all right, we're going to start fresh. Well, with my son, after 20 years of living with mom, he decided I want to go live with dad. Mm. So although I was I was hurt, I literally, I mean, I boohooed. Um I probably would have too. And then I sat back and I said, you know what? Maybe because he never lived with his dad. Now as an adult, he wants to get that experience. What it's like to live with my dad. Right. So now it's been two years that he's been with him. Um, he's doing well. You know, I mean, I can't complain. Like my dad said, the things that you installed in him. Now he has to go use them out there in the real world. Right. Because he's so, grown now. Right. So you raised him. He's a grown man. Now he has to figure it out. Right. But and it that's, was devastating. That, oh, I know. I know. I, re- <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember that portion. And I think I think I would have been devastated too because my initial feeling would have been like, yo, I've been through the mother-loving oh, trenches Those with your ass. Came out. <laughs> I did everything for your ass. 
I have been here and now you're just going to like leave Those words and go with spoken. your dad. Yep. That would be, that would be me. That was what I said. <laughs> and I did. That would be my initial feeling. In the doorsteps of his grandmother from his father's line, <laughs> I had an emotional breakdown. I don't blame you. Trying to figure out why. Right. You know, but then as I said, as time went by, I realized this is something he had to do for himself. Right. And I think yeah. that we have to kind of just, Think about it. He's an because adult. The initial, right. Because the initial feeling is that, like, I would feel just like Oh, that. my God. I, it was like a slap in the face. Yes. To yes. me. But, you know, I did what I had to do as a parent, you know. And my dad was like, you know, he's a he's a grown man. He's a good kid. Well, he's you. a good adult. Because <laughs> now he's, now he's, he's I still see him like a kid we myself. We all do because we, you know, I met him he was when four. he was four. Mm-hmm. So it's like I still it's just like, you know, with our other friend, her son is 25 and he's still I've, a kid to us. I've known him since he was about three or four myself. Mm-hmm. So it's like, wow, they're all still kids. Yeah. To us. I don't see them as grown men. So I get where my mom are. used to be like, you ain't going nowhere. And I'm like, but I'm big. I'm grown. <laughs> but as a parent of, of a grown man, I'm like. I still see him like he's 14, 15. Mm-hmm. I and get I my mom. Oh, I got her. I feel the same you know, way. Because my son is 16 and he tells me, he has to tell me that sometimes. He's like, you know, you know, you have to like let up a little bit. And I'm like, wait, but you're still not grown. <laughs> wait, you're still not grown. Yep. You're only 16. Because that's another thing too. It's like, you know, he, he feels like, you know, he's 16, you know, and this is like, this is an age. And but I'm like, no, bro, you are not 18. Mm-hmm. You are not 18. And these streets are hot. Mm. I mean, we That's... haven't even gotten to summertime and they are hot. Yes. And that was yes. one of the things that I, I was very strict with my son about going outside because right. we don't live in the best neighborhood. Right. So it was like, you can go outside, but you can't go outside here. You right. got to go outside and go hang somewhere out somewhere else. else. Right. But also in a safe zone. Right. You know, so those were things that I'm sure he struggled with too. Like, she don't let me go nowhere. She don't let me do anything. Right. Um, and he would only really go out with me. Right, right, right. You know, so I I get that part too. It w- Unfortunately, where we live restricted him from being a, a free kid right. in the street. You know? Right, right. It's hard because you got you got to keep them safe. I mean, mm. that, I think that's the number one, you know, that's the Priority number one thing that we have to worry about. You right. know, besides the fact that they're young males, you know, with, and they brown males. Yeah, I was just about to say that the, the black and Hispanic. brown males now are getting targeted from every direction. So right. you have to be on top of them even more. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think that's that's a fear. Yeah. I think that's a fear of mine too. Like, um, you know, my husband is black and my son being Hispanic. You know, every time they leave. Every time they Mm -hmm. leave out this door, it's like, you know, I I say a little prayer and I just, you know, I I pray for their safe return. Mm -hmm. And I'm always talking to my son, you know, about the streets and what's going on and to be careful and to be weary and to, you know, if you see something, just, you know, walk away, get away, you know, and and call somebody because, you know, we're we're definitely living in a time where, you know, our black and brown men, they struggling. And that's what I do with my 14 year old. Like, he's very tall for his age. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very naive because mm-hmm. I sheltered him more than I did with the older one. Right. Um, but he's very fair skinned, like mm-hmm. my husband. So I always just, you know, I tell my husband, you can walk the streets and you, you won't get pulled over. You won't get stopped because right. of the color of your skin. Right. But our two older boys, yes. they're brown. Mm-hmm. So my biggest fear is always them 
you know, I have to be on top of them. I'm always texting them like, y'all good? Yes. Um, because, you know, one lives in Pennsylvania, one lives in New Jersey, and we're in Brooklyn. So it's, you know, it's it's hard. Yeah. But the little one, I'm just like, oh, no, he's attached to my hip. Right. So he ain't going to go nowhere. <laughs> but I think that, you know, I think that's one of the um, one of the things, too, like, you know, me and him always just being together because it was mm-hmm. just us two. You know, that was one of my worries even when he was little. It's like, you know, he's he's going to get older. Like, how do I do this? What do I do? You know, he's going to want to go out and mm-hmm. I can't keep him in the house. You know, so these are just conversations that we have all the time. It is. It's, it's very hard. I mean, I my oldest son, it was like he was my movie partner. Like, everywhere we went, we was like, let's go to the movies. That's <laughs> my movie partner. He, I, listen, I get a lot of... Uh, attitude from my family because from the time he was two, I took that boy to see rated R movies. <laughs> okay, I mean, he, it he was more was going action on. movies, right? But hey, to this day, those same movies that I took him to as a little boy, he every time they came on the TV, he would be like, "Ma, so it's always on," <laughs> <laughs> and that you know made me feel good, like knowing right. hey, I introduced him to that, right. and he still remembers, right? You know? And I think that like um single parents and their children, their children a little bit more um, attached, especially to their moms and if they're boys. Because I know my son, you know, we're very close mm-hmm. and just like you and your son. And, you know, you see the evolution. It's just like so crazy. Yes. You see the growth mm-hmm. and it's just like, all right, you do, you want to do your thing, but it's still certain things that he wants to do with mom. You know, like if I say, oh, I'm leaving, he's like, all right, I'm going too. And I know, awesome. I know it's the <laughs> fact that he just wants to be outside, but he's like, all right, I'm gonna go with I you. I don't blame him. But that's your, your bodyguard, mm-hmm. you know, at the end of the day. But you, you know. know, every time we go out, they, they think he's my little brother. Same with my son. Oh my goodness. I'm like, he would be like, no, yes, that's my mom. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, boy, let me have a moment. <laughs> she said, I look like your sister. That's that good young skin. You know, that good brown <laughs> young skin. I would be like, um, I'm, I had you. At 23, I still look good. There you go. That's right. That's right. That's right. That's right. So um, a message to all the single parents out there, you're not alone. Mm. Um, We have all struggled one time in our lives. And, you know, just just keep it pushing because it's going to be all right. There's always a silver lining at the end of the rainbow. Um, You know, try to find the good in things. And don't take the burden on. If you can find a friend that can give you a few hours of relief, yes, call them. If you don't have family, because some people yes. also don't have a really strong family support. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, if you have a friend that, you know, you can count on, call them. Yes. Yeah. Call them. Tell them, listen, I just need a few hours, you know, to breathe, to bathe. <laughs> because there's so many times when, you know, just getting a nap. quick shower, yes. just to nap. Yes. You know, those things are all important. But... Um, it's, it's going to be all right. Yeah. So just keep it pushing. Shout again, shout out to all the single moms, single dads out there. We see you. We hear you. Um, until next time. Peace out. Bye.